Opinions voiced in this show, Money 411, are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through KPP Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. KPP Advisory Services, LLC, and Kentucky Planning Partners are separate entities from LPL Financial. This is Money 411. Directory Assistant. And good evening and welcome to a beautiful, hazy Tuesday evening. It is already July 20th. We are in the back end of July it is Money 411. Your hosts are Wayne and Sarah Porter. I'm Scott Fitzgerald. Both Wayne and Sarah are with Kentucky Planning Partners. We're over there at 9300 Shelbyville Road, better known as the Flash Cube Building. And their number over there is simple. It's 394-0400. Or if you'd like to touch base via their cell, Wayne's cell phone is 802-8201. And Sarah's cell phone, we'll get that to you, Sarah, because you'll have to forgive me because I usually have it right here. By my side, and I did not get it out before the show. That said, let's bring in our hosts, Wayne and Sarah. Good evening to you both. I hope you're you're eluding all that haze that's out there this evening. What haze? What haze? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of haze in between we these. Haze all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you know, Scott, we prepare for the, uh, and we're doing it live, by the way. Um, we prepare for the show, Sarah. God starts. Monday, and then we practice some, and then Sarah tells me, instructs me what not to say. <laughs> you know, keep my emotions in check, no politicizing, and, you know, things like that. Really, it's, is it haze? I mean, tell me about the haze. Well, apparently there are fire. Yeah, there, there are forest fires. There's wildfires off to the north of here, and the jet stream is bringing them down here, and it's made for some beautiful sunsets. Uh, around this area, even I've got some folks that I know that live back up in Michigan that were, they can really see it up there. But, uh, yeah, the haze sitting thick over the city, and uh, it, you don't get that bright blue sky. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't bring the temperatures down any, unfortunately. It's still warm out there this evening. But if you step outside, you can see just a bit of haze uh, for the next few days. Oh, my God. We have friends in Jefferson and Clarksville. Are they in danger? I, like, where's the forest fire? I'll get an exact location for you all. Last I heard it was up near Canada. So I'll get an exact location oh. for you and let you know. Yeah. Boy, I, I hate forest fires. Well, yes. and I was concerned about the wobble of the moon in about 20 years that will flood the coastal areas. We uh, just walked away from a house we... Uh, well, we lost some money. We had a contract buy a house on the ocean, mm-hmm. but then I read where the wobble was going to flood my my nest that I wanted for retirement. Oh. Right? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, my golly, wake up and you can always find a reason not to. But you know, and that's the thing that we always say is let your financial plan drive your investment plan because, like. Like yesterday, the market was down, my golly, how much, you know, I mean, yeah, and it broke the 50-day, the 21-day average, and then then today, stocks rallied, and, you know, Wall Street regrouped most of the previous sessions, and, you know, bargain hunting kind of buoyed the market in COVID, you know, and, but really, as we look, this is Wayne Porter. 
and I'm with Kentucky Planning Partners. And I'm a CFP, Certified Financial Planner. And with 40 years of experience, I can tell you what's noise. But I am a human too, and, and this emotionalism, boy, like yesterday, you wonder, but stay the course. You know, I am a fiduciary, and Sarah is a fiduciary, and that's very important. We had that qualified the last shows. They said fiduciary manner, and then, wait a minute, we're certified. I'm a certified financial planner, and we're also registered investment advisors, which denotes you have to be, you are a fiduciary. So, you know, all these thematics. But, you know, our clients are just like you, the listeners. Why do we do this show? We're doing this show so we can give you the news, so we can cut through the chat, so you have, as John Dunn said, know the truth, it'll set you free. And in lieu of dinner seminars, um, no, no. We're watching your money every day and comparing your progress to your goals. So you can go out and live your life in confidence. Finally, we help you plan your estate so your loved ones are cared for as you wish. And, you know, when we get into trust planning, boy, you talk to any trust officer and they say, people call up say, how are you? That's just a preliminary. The next most salient thing is I need money. So trust, as one person told me years ago, are invented for a reason. And we do those. Finally, we help you plan your estate so your loved ones are cared for. You know, if you'd like to speak to us, give us a call, and we can we can Zoom, we can talk to you over the phone. There is absolutely no obligation. There is no cost, okay? There are some qualifications. I mean, if you have a dollar to invest, you know, eh, we'll direct you to one of our team members. But give us a call should you, and Scott will tell you how. Well, tonight's agenda, tonight we're going to cover... The money tip, just reflect, what does money mean to you? Money in the news, a summary of the current financial situation. Money talks. We're going to go in depth, uh, or as you say, in the weeds, on a discussion of asset allocation. I'm joined by, now that she's joined us, people say, I love Sarah, I tolerate you, Wayne. (laughs) Um. Okay, that was an interesting introduction. Well, thank you, Wayne. Um, I joined the practice last year, and Wayne, as you had mentioned, I'm a fiduciary as well. I spent most of the last 30 years working in banks, and I was a branch manager. I loved being a branch manager because of client interaction. That was so much fun. I also worked, though, in training and development. And what was so rewarding about that is I had to find ways to communicate and explain how money works, and sometimes that's complicated. And more importantly, I had to explain how to make it work for you. And so I just love being part of the practice and bringing these insights to clients and prospective clients. But wait up. Before we get in the news, let's go ahead and give a tip. All righty. The, um, by the way, you said there's no free steak dinners? Not yet. I haven't. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, here's tonight's tip. You know, shows you how we practice. What does money mean to you? Okay. So, anyway, so the reason why we're here on the show, oh, my gosh, we're all over the place and we just started, is in in our practice is we want to help you be confident and successful in your retirement. It's as simple as that. 
the whole point of planning for retirement is to make sure your money doesn't run out before you do. There's no bells and whistles. There's no free state dinner. <laughs> no too good to be true. It's just preparing now, and that's so important. Prepare now for what could be a great time in your life. So now that brings us to our tip. Really reflect. Wayno and I call this, well, it's not like we coined this term. It's a very popular term now about being mindful. So reflect. What does money mean to you? And we chose this tip tonight because truly it is seminal to planning your financial future. You know, well, you and I both know money is not everything. But understanding what money can and can't do affects almost every aspect of your life. So here's the suggestion. Take five, ten minutes. Go someplace quiet and really think about money. You know, in our culture, we we have a a lot of sayings about money. Um, It's the root of all evil. It can't buy me love. That's a great song. Uh And money makes the world go around. So there's all sorts of ways to look at money. But what I want you to do in this five, ten minutes is ask yourself, what do you think about money? And how do you want to use money? Um, Obviously, you're going to need it to provide for the basics. You know, you got to have enough money to have shelter, food, basic transportation, you know, and if you're ever in a situation where you don't have that, you'll know how important it is. But is it also, is money to provide you comfort and ease your worries? There's a bunch of statistics running around out there, but as many as 68% of Americans have trouble sleeping at night because they're worried about money. Do you want to use money to allow you to have experience such as travel or hobbies? You know, when we we know someone who had a um, a hobby of being a photographer, yeah, and a really good amateur photographer, yeah. And what's so cool, you know, he's got all the equipment. Mm-hmm. He used his money for that, and now he's in a second career as a professional photographer. Well, in fact, he took, and you'll see this on the website in a couple weeks. He took our pictures yesterday, came to our house, set up all his equipment, and my God, the technology. It's pretty cool. It was cool. And we got two pictures out of, what, 76 that turned out good? <laughs> and he said he can retouch those, too. <laughs> There's something <laughs> retouching going on. Oh. But, you know, do you want to use your money to continue your, your education? Um, do you want to use money to give to others and make an impact on people's lives? I think one of the neatest things is when, uh, Wayne, you and I meet a, a prospect or a client and one of their primary goals to do with their money is to be able to leave it to others. So I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really had not thought about money. Um, I used to joke, and it was a joke, that my financial plan was to be in retirement a Walmart greeter. But I've worked since I've been 12, and, you know, babysitting, running a camp for little kids, waiting tables, working retail, and then beginning my career. And I just like the freedom to pay my bills and have some spending money. But here's what I've realized. This lack of thought led to, led to spending money on stuff. And now here I am, I'm declutter, decluttering my life of stuff, lots of stuff. And I realized I did not let my money work for me. So now I'm much more mindful about money and what it allows me to do. I respect what money can and cannot do for me, and I'm so much smarter about how to use it. Well, you're more comfort, or you're more relaxed. 
yeah, because I'm making better decisions. Yeah. And so that's what, what we're saying. Think about it. What do you really need? What, what is it that you really want to do so that you make mindful decisions about your money? We'll be back after these messages. All right. Thank you very much, Wayne. Thank you, Sarah. And again, want to remind you you're listening to Money 411 with Wayne and Sarah Porter, your host. They are with Kentucky Planning Partners. And let me give you those numbers real quick because I want to give you Sarah's cell phone number if you'd like to talk to her. Her number is 594-6415. Again, 594-6415. Wayne's cell phone is 802-8201. Or if you'd like to contact him at the office, it's real simple. 394 0400. Check out their website too, by the way. If you're on the road, it's real easy to remember. Money411.info. Money411.info. Very easy to remember. We'll be back after this on Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, Okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably... Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. He was in the Army back in the 1960s. He was originally a sergeant. 23 million veterans. They're heroes who need our help. My husband got sick. They sent him up to the VA hospital. When our heroes' families need help, they turn to Fisher House, a safe, free place to stay, steps away from their loved one's hospital room. Thank you, Fisher House. Helping military and veterans' families. Fisher House at fisherhouse.org. Sometimes having family close by is a hero's best medicine. I'm Wayne Porter. And I'm Sarah Porter. Join us Tuesday nights at 7 here on WKJK for Money 411. Wayne, people always ask, am I going to be okay in retirement? What we offer is no too good to be true. No free steak dinner. Just news and information you can use to answer with a resounding yes. I'm going to be okay. Money 411, Tuesday at 7 p.m., 1080 Talk Radio. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Where Louisville comes to talk. Yes, they do. Talk Radio 1080. Sorry there, big voice guy. Yes, they do talk. That's what we're doing tonight. It's Money 411. Wayne and Sarah Porter are your hosts. Again, if you'd like to learn more, just simply go to their website, money411.info, money411.info. And don't forget, you can also catch Wayne every Saturday morning with his weekend fireside chat on News Radio 840 WHS at 835. Back to you, Wayne and Sarah. Well, I want to pick up now, Money in the News. And before we hit, Scott, what do you think the uh, lead-in is? Oh, gee, Wayne, I, I hadn't heard anything about COVID in the last, what, 30 seconds or so? Would it be COVID? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to touch on that. But you know what? Since we, um, we're we doing this show to provide 
you all intelligence. Merrill Lynch's mission, preventing client assets from leaving when they're, when the client's FA or financial advisor leaves. Now, Merrill Lynch, of course, they implemented a program that if you have less than $250,000, the advisor does not get paid. So what happens? You're sent to a call center where a 25 or 30, maybe a 40-year-old who's playing the back nine will advise you, all right? That's not the way it works. It's like your doctor. The doctor leaves a medical practice for whatever reason. You love your doctor. You're going to follow that doctor. But these firms, and I won't name them, will sue the advisor for soliciting you to soliciting. What does that mean? Hey, Scott, I've left Merrill Lynch and gone to Wayne Porter and Sarah. (laughs) Okay, not right. Wrong. Restrated trade. And we'll see if Robinson-Patman Act, that old law that Teddy Roosevelt enacted, will be imposed. Now, money in the news, as we say, it's not COVID. It's $1.99. Banana splits it. Dairy Queen. No, no, no. It is COVID. You know, daily cases are up 47%, about 35000 a day. That's what analysts are saying at the market yesterday. You know, the market dropped, what, about 800 points. Today it rebounded about 600, all right? Kind of like Kentucky weather. You don't like it? Stick around. Deaths from COVID are down 1%, though. Age of those hospitalized are younger. Well, duh. I mean, how many people... One-year-old to 12-year-olds have been vaccinated, right? Well, it's more like people in their 30s, 40s, that type of stuff, when they say age of hospitalization. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. 90% of those hospitalized, though, are unvaccinated. 97%. 83% of the new cases are of this Delta variant. Cases are up in 49 of the 50 states. Now, looking at that, and that analyzing this, COVID's effects on the health of the U.S. and on the economy, it's far from over. California has imposed new mask regulations, and there are concerns about new possible shutdowns. Boris Johnson, England, did away with every everything, except you go to a bar, a gathering, you have to now produce evidence of vaccination. Well, you know what? There's a lot of debate about COVID. There's a lot of debate about the vaccine. You know, and and we don't have the answers. We don't know what's going on. But I saw an interesting article, and they said it may be helpful to vaccinate children with just one dose of the vaccine. And what that would do is increase their immunity, but would reduce the risk of side effects And because the side effects typically happen after the second dose. I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but here's why I brought it up. We've still got a lot more to learn about this illness, and we've got to keep on trying and working to get it beat. And so, because um, it's still here, and it's still affecting things. Well, and you know what? 
when we look at the markets, yeah, the S&P fell 1.6% yesterday. Today it recouped, uh, and I'm going to make this number up, but it'll be close. It recouped uh, 1.3% today, right? The Dow did suffer its worst loss since October, dropping more than, you know, close to 800 points. Um, interesting, though, crude oil prices slid 7.5%. The yield on the 10-year Treasury note sunk to its lower, lowest level since February. Now, on the flip side, earnings. Earnings are coming in like a banshee. They are very good. They are. And, you know, like, Scott, we've talked before. It's mm-hmm. like cabin fever. Yeah. We've been locked up for a year and a half, right, or mm-hmm. longer. Mm-hmm. And... You know, look at Dave and Buster's. Their their stock has excelled. People are going out, and it's so refreshing. I mean, you get on an airplane, they're jammed. You get you try to rent like you you know you were talking about going to Michigan with a rental car, right? Right. People, they're like a bird out of the cage. We're going mm-hmm. to see earnings rebound now. The question is, will they continue? I mean, we're not going to continue at 6 8% growth of GDP. GDP, when we've seen just in a balanced equilibrium, a good GDP growth is 35 4%, 5%. All right? But, you know, so it's not when we're looking at bond yields, though, It's been amazing. We had a huge bond market rally. The bond market rose on the, and when I say rose, the interest rate fell on the 30-year treasury, on the 10-year treasury. And, you know, in, in articles that we've been analyzing, when you've had those instances of the bond market declining in terms of the interest rate, that says inflation will not be a problem. You know, and here's the deal. As bond yields, are they sending an economic warning this past week? With a simultaneous surge in the dollar, there's a rising evidence that the perception of reflation is getting unwound. And Sarah said to me while we were talking, reflation, you know, or reinflation, Reflation, that is that inflation expectations are saying we may not have, like Joe Biden said, permanent. And Joe Biden said, this is not permanent inflation, all right? He could be right. So here's the deal, though. We have so much debt outstanding. The Federal Reserve, the Treasury, and this is a Ponzi scheme, if you will. Yeah, so... So, you know, go back to this, that some analysts argue that bonds generally have the outlook more correct than stocks. Yeah. So talk about that. Well, so is not to crowd money out of the economy with this tremendous deficit. It's gone from Jiminy Christmas, $28 trillion to over $30 trillion. It's, it's crazy. And there's talk of putting on with the spending packages – Another three trillion. All right. Now I won't go into how many people believe this guaranteed income for not working 
No, I won't go into that. Okay, Sorry, don't go. <laughs> She's waving, like, don't go into it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, with all this debt, there are estimates I read years ago, well, years, two years ago, that we've got a breaking point of about $35 trillion deficit. When the deficit reaches $35 trillion, you're going to crowd money out of the economy. And this is politically why rates must remain low. What do I postulate here? With a tremendous debt issued to support the trillions of money printed out of thin air, rising interest rates could cost the U.S. economy more than our gross domestic product. GDP produces. Now, look, bonds do have a place in portfolio investments, but you must understand them so as not to miss out on any potential benefits or the risk, underlying risk. And not just if you're a retiree either. Unlike stocks, bonds have a finite value. At the bond's maturity, the principal gets returned to the lender along with a final interest payment. Therefore, bond buyers are very much aware of the price they pay today for the return you'll get tomorrow. It's kind of like wimpy. Give me a hamburger today, I'll pay you Tuesday, right? This is opposed to a stock buyer taking on investment risk. A bond buyer is loaning money to another entity for a specific period. Therefore, the interest rate takes into account several substantial risks. And I'm going to tell you these risks when we return. All right. Thank you very much, Wayne. Appreciate that. More coming up with Wayne and Sarah Porter. And again, if you'd like to get in touch with them, it's very simple. Wayne's cell phone is 802-8201. Or you can get a hold of Sarah at 594-6415. Or if you're on the road and you can't write everything down or remember everything, Remember this name, money411.info. Again, money411.info. It's very simple. You can go there. It has all their information. They're located right there in the Flash Cube building on Shelbyville Road, 9300 Shelbyville Road. You can get in touch with them. They're live, local. And if you missed any part of tonight's show and you missed all that information, go to WKJK. You can listen to all their past shows up there as well. We're going to take a quick break for bottom of the hour news from the Kentucky News Network. Get the latest on those COVID counts for today, of course, with the new variant out there. We'll be back after this on Talk Radio 1080, WKJK. This is the Kentucky News Network. CBS News Brief. A fully vaccinated White House staffer has tested positive for COVID. Press Secretary Jen Psaki. The news today is is that while breakthrough cases will happen, the vaccines are effective and prevent against serious illness and death. We've seen that statistically across the country with 99.5% of cases in hospitals being for individuals who are not vaccinated. The former head of the Trump inaugural committee, Tom Barrick, and two others are charged with illegal lobbying of the Trump administration on behalf of the United Arab Emirates. 
Former federal prosecutor Lori Levinson. Some of these charges are challenging to prove, such as obstruction of justice, but others could be very straightforward like the false statements to federal agents during the investigation. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos shot into space with three other passengers on his company's rocket. How does he like being weightless? It's actually much nicer than being in full one gravity. Um, uh, It's a very pleasurable experience. CBS News Brief, I'm Jennifer Kuyper. This is the Kentucky News Network. I'm Wayne Porter. And I'm Sarah Porter. Join us Tuesday nights at 7 here on WKJK for Money 411. Wayne, people always ask, am I going to be okay in retirement? What we offer is no too good to be true. No free steak dinner. Just news and information you can use to answer with a resounding yes. I'm going to be okay. Money 411, Tuesday at 7 p.m., 1080 Talk Radio. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. James Brown and Bill Cower welcoming you back to Dennis Melvin's house. It's time for the Midnight Snack Run. This is one tricky obstacle course. Sticking to healthy habits in this kitchen is going to take focus and determination, but it can be done, JB. He's already entered the snack part of the course, and he's eyeballing a jar of chocolatey candy. That is tempting right off the start. Uh-oh. He's reaching, Bill, but he pushes it away. Great stiff arm. He's approaching a plate of delicious-looking iced cookies. Oh, Dennis, you only want one of those. He blows right by him for the apple. Oh, the fridge. It's make or break time, JB. He stares down some rich-looking treats. Uh-oh. Looks like he's headed for the soda. Wait, he jukes left, grabs the water bottle, and shuts the door with his elbow in record time. Unbelievable move. I gotta see that again. And he's out. He even turned off the light. That's the way you execute a midnight snack run. Stand up to cancer and rally. Want you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. Thanks for listening to Talk Radio 1080. Boy, just like that, eh? we're coming up on 735 on this Tuesday, July 20th. You're listening to Money 411. Wayne and Sarah Porter are your hosts. They're with Kentucky Planning Partners, 9300 Shelbyville Road, the Flash Cube building. Again, they're number 394-0400. Still a lot to get to in our final half hour, so let's throw it right back to you, Wayne and Sarah. Well, you know, we were right in there. About risk, interest rate risk takes into account several, and they're substantial risks. You've got default risk. Will the company that you loan money to belly up? Rate risk. Will interest rates rise? Inflation risk. And this is, well, I'll talk quickly about a client who, or a, a person who's at risk. Opportunity risk. You put $100,000 in bonds, all right, and then the market drops 50%. Are you going to keep those bonds or are you going to go into stocks to reap an ultimate, we hope, recovery? Opportunity risk, economic growth risk. You know, here's the thing. When the economy grows, inflation is inherent. Now, The Federal Reserve, under Bernanke, under Volcker, remember, 21% prime rate killed inflation. Now we've had low rates. Interest rates reflect three primary economic factors. Economic growth, wage growth, and inflation. Now, what warning are bonds potentially sending? 
Well, the yield curve. And the yield curve, that is normally short-term bonds or fixed interest rate investments. They pay the least. You're loaning your money for the shortest period of time. You know, i.e., what's the money market pay? What does the savings account pay at the bank, right? It's on demand, demand deposits. Over the last few months, the yield curve um, continues well, to play. That, so short-term bonds pay, and pay the lowest rate, and then long-term bonds, they pay a, a, a high, typically a higher yield. than. Yeah. Than. You know, example. Let's say that very short-term, three-month, pays nothing. I mean, 0.001%. And you see that on your savings account. You know, I looked at my health savings account, and I earned like 0.00. I mean, it would, I would have felt better if I paid them $20 to hold my account, right? <laughs> That's negative interest rates, by the way. But long-term bonds, and we've seen those. My golly, and this is what this is what substantiates this: the thirty-year Treasury today is one point eight six. It was over two point six percent a couple of months ago, a month ago. Yeah, so it's flattening. The ten-year curve, ten-year Treasury is one point two. It was one point six five. Just a month ago. And you know what, Wayne? When you factor in inflation, the 10-year U.S. Treasury's real return is negative. Negative. Oh, by the way, if it's a taxable account, you're now got a negative yield. Let's say inflation's 3%, right? And so you get, oh, boy, you get a five-year Treasury at 0.64 and inflation's 3%. You now have a negative 2.4% on your money. Oh, and by the way, inflation, yeah. So over the last few months, the yield curve continues to flatten, meaning that long-term rates are falling, and they're they're getting not real close, but they're closer to short-term rates. A flattening yield curve only suggests growth and inflation will be weaker than expected. So all these people saying inflation's going to the with permanent. I don't know. I think Biden might be right. You know, now here's something. An inverted yield curve where short term interest rates are higher than long term rates, that is and it has been throughout history a prediction of a bear market and a recession. Now, we're not there yet, okay? But I'm just saying, today the market is currently also trading at twice what the economy can generate in revenue growth for companies. We're seeing earnings, and they're good. You know, 7 8 8%. I was looking Netflix reports tomorrow. You know, earnings are great. It is cabin fever. If you were closed and you suddenly are open, your earnings are what? Better than they were last year. Yeah, I mean, I think that's interesting. You know, this first quarter of earnings were fabulous, but we were comparing it, you know, to the end of the first quarter last year when we were right smack in the middle of the drop, you know. But, But now we have a whole second quarter of 
good earnings. Well, let me say, there is a correlation to earth to the economy's growth and earnings growth. You can't go against it. The economy grows, your earnings are going to grow. Okay, so wait a minute. Let's go to the, uh, just sort of tell me, you know, what we should take from all this market news. Well, you know, we've talked about increased volatility in this market. And, you know, what is volatility? It's like watching a million dollars drop to, depending upon, and I'm going to say you're in the S&P 500, all right? What if you dropped $20,000 yesterday and you're up $15,000 a day? Does it matter? Don't let your investment plan dictate your financial plan. And, and we've talked about increased volatility in this market. And, and we're going to have it. And we're going to have it. And I can, I can, I tell you, if you call me, I can make your hair turn white <laughs> with statistics that say that potentially we're going to drop 70%. Okay, I could. And that's just, that's prognostications that are, Go to Starbucks. What, what's a cup of coffee at Starbucks cost? Like Scott? $5. $5. Right. <laughs> All right. Not the old days where it was 10 cents or free. So, I mean, <laughs> this pronostication is worth a Starbucks, uh, you know, coffee. Now, the concerns that we're seeing, valuations are at all-time highs. I won't go into it tonight, but the standard deviation of the market is higher than it has ever been. Can it go higher? Yeah, yeah, it can. There are concerns, though, you've got this Delta variant. Lots of stocks that have big moves have had losses recently, and they are affected by those with lockdowns. Yeah, so and, yesterday's drop, it was like airlines, cruise ships, that type of stuff. And then some of the ones that rallied yesterday were things like grocery stores. Um, this is not a recommendation, but it's just one I know. Toilet paper, probably. Well, Etsy, and that's not a recommendation, but uh-huh. they do um, online crafts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting what happened yesterday. Well, and that's, that's a nervousness, and it's This is normal coming out of something that nobody alive has ever experienced, ever. I mean, if we, you know, if we lived, if the normal lifestyle was 200 years, we'd be like, hey, you know what, I remember 1918. (laughs) This stuff happened. You know, but we don't. We don't. We have a short lifespan. That's why when I say the average investor has only been in the market five years, because of demographic demands. It's real. Now, when we look at inflation, that eats your money. And we talked about annuities do have a place in a portfolio if constructed appropriately. I tutored an advisor today who said, well, this person wants all guaranteed income. The advisor had two years' experience. I won't go into what I I tutored this advisor with. (laughs) Labor shortages, you know, 
I went to Home Depot Sunday at 6, six well, they don't open till 8, so I swung over to Wendy's at about 7.35 to get some food. I'd sit in the parking lot, and they apologized. They were closed. They said, yeah, we're supposed to open at 6.30, but the manager didn't show up, and another worker, and we're scrambling just to just to work. Supply and demand disruptions. Now, Intel came out. They're investing billions to ramp up their production. I hear that the chip shortage try to buy a new automobile, right? Automobile prices on used cars have gone up 20%. Well, I tell you what, let's come back after this. All right. Thank you very much, Wayne. It will take a quick break, our final break of the night tonight. Hard to believe the show is moving by as fast as it is here at Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. And again, we're with you every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. You are listening to Money 411. Wayne and Sarah Porter are your hosts. They are with Kentucky Planning Partners. And if you'd like to talk to them, it's real simple. Why don't you give them a call on their cell phone? Sarah's number is 594-6415. Again, 594-6415. Wayne's number, 802-8201. Or if you'd like to just give them a call, they're located at 9300 Shelbyville Road, Suite 1310. That is the Flash Cube Building, 394-0400. We're back after this final segment on Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. I'm Wayne Porter. And I'm Sarah Porter. Join us Tuesday nights at 7 here on WKJK for Money 411. Wayne, people always ask, am I going to be okay in retirement? What we offer is no too good to be true. No free steak dinner. Just news and information you can use to answer with a resounding yes. I'm going to be okay. Money 411, Tuesday at 7 p.m., 1080 Talk Radio. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. 40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, snacks, comfy chairs, and an internet connection. It's the USO To Go program, and it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as a link with the American people. To donate, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. These days, the concept of value matters more than ever. And you'd be hard-pressed to find a better value than high school sports. Extracurricular activities, including sports, make up about 2% of the budget for a typical Kentucky high school. In return, participation in sports promotes citizenship and sportsmanship. Sports also instill a sense of community pride and teach lifelong lessons about cooperation and self-discipline. They encourage physical fitness. They produce community leaders. By offering so many benefits to the community for such a small percentage of a school's overall budget, it's easy to see why high school sports are one of the best bargains around. The real cost would come from not having them at all. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Kentucky High School Athletic Association and the Kentucky High School Athletic Directors Association. You're listening to Talk Radio 1080. And you're, and you're listening to Money 411 with Wayne and Sarah Porter. Final segment. Let's get right to it. Wayne and Sarah, the floor is yours. All right. Thanks, guys. So, you know, we're, we're talking tonight 
about asset allocation. So, you know, we talk about it, we mention it all the time. And in fact, everybody is asked, has their assets allocated, they, whether they know it or not. Like if I'm not in the market and I've only got it in the savings account, hello, my asset allocation is 100% in cash. If I've gone all out and I just bought stock, 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 I'm asset allocated 100% in equities. So talk about what asset allocation is. And, and you know, we're talking about mindfulness with your money, yeah. being mindful about asset allocation. You hit it strong, in fact. Like that one listener who came in, and she, you know, after the market crashed in 07, 08, and 09, she had enough. She went to cash. She came into us. What was it? A year ago? Yeah, I guess. I don't a year. I don't know. The market was twenty-seven thousand, mm-hmm. and it's going up eight thousand. That's thirty some odd percent. Mm-hmm. And we said, "Look, you can't let the uh, the fear tail. You know what that deal? <laughs> I love dogs, and yeah. so are cats. You can't let the cat tail wag the you know whatever. <laughs> but seriously." We said, you, you lost four times your money. And all she, there was no way in hell she was going to change her. She just wanted to hear she was wrong and then do what. So here's the deal. You don't let your fear guide your asset allocation. Mm-hmm. You let your investment plan dictate it. Now, I'm going to go through what do we mean by asset allocation. We constructed a periodic table of asset classes, and you can't have it, period. (laughs) You can call us and sit down, and I'll show it on the screen. But, you know, we ranked it in terms of no risk. Now, this is no taking into account inflation risk or tax risk. It means you put a million dollars in cash, you ostensibly will have $1 million at the end of a year. If inflation's 3%, your real return is you're, Yeah, good point. So, cash, no risk, right? Then you get into, oh, fear of missing out. You know, I've heard Bitcoin, I've heard, I don't know, you know, it's way down. Let's look, though. Here's a client who came in. And they're they're more wealthy than probably everybody listening. Maybe not, but they're wealthy. And they're making a transaction, which is substantial, and they are now 100% in cash because Goldman Sachs wants to demand. Oh, it's not Goldman Sachs. Oh, it's Goldman Sachs. It's a bank. A bank. It's a bank. Wants to demand that they have the capacity to do this transaction, all right? Be like Sarah and I going out to buy a car. We better have cash, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, they're in cash. I ran for them an analysis of their investments. And this gets down to asset allocation. What are the assets we allocate? Well, you know, it's do you have fine art? Forget all that. Average person doesn't. Uh, certificates of deposit, money markets, short-term, fixed annuities, corporate bonds, municipal bonds, treasury bonds, 
common stocks, dividend-paying stocks. All this is ranked mathematically. Yeah, and these are all the different types of asset classes that you could allocate your money to when we talk about asset allocation. Voila. And when you formulate your financial plan, these studies are done to give you suggested allocations. Not a guarantee of success, but I tell you what, it's better than, how do I feel? What makes me feel good? And like that lady, it made her feel good to be in cash the last 12 years. Think about that. What does money mean to you and what do you want it to accomplish? Now, I'll give you this allocation. Rate of return is uh, about 3%. They did keep a little real estate, a little stock, very little. And so based on the allocation, they had only 4% in large, large U.S. growth, 1% in large value. I'm going to wipe that out. I won't go down what they have it in. Here's the deal. It projected out through their lifespan, 30 years, case 95, projected returns, and what could meet their goals, what the returns were. And here's the interesting thing. The rate of return was about 3.7%. We brought in a new person over the last two months, and they didn't make it, okay, because they didn't make it. And the deal was, you can't look at past returns. You have to look tempered with projections of future returns. Alrighty? Now, let me go through. The dollar that would have gone to $5 in the allocation this client currently is in. And it's going to change once they get approved for the purchase. Either they're going to pay cash for it or they'll get financing. If they don't get financing, then they'll buy it outright, all cash. And then they could put financing on. It's funny. When you don't need the money, it's there. Okay? When you need the money, it's hard to get, right? So anyway, on the statistics for the recommended portfolio for this person, and it's not for you all. This is individualized as an example, and there are no guarantees. But anyway, the return goes to 7.5% per year compounded. Now, I want you to look at your portfolio. Have you done that the last 30 years? Do you think you're going to do it over the next 30 years? Do you have any concept of the risk? I don't know. So we start at $1 at the end of 30 years, you've got $30. Let's put it in perspective. You have a million dollars, 30 million. You have 500, 15 million. You have a hundred thousand, three million. Not guaranteed. I'm going to tell you flat out, but based on past performance and risk studies. Now, what's the allocation when Sarah said asset allocation? Well, 23% in large U.S. growth. 23% in large U.S. value. And by the way, don't you dare 
write this down or get the replays and do this because it's not applicable for you. 8% in mid-cap, 8% in small, or I beg your pardon, mid-cap U.S. growth, 8% in mid-cap U.S. value. Do you know what that means? We do. 4%, and I'm not being like we know it all. We don't, but we study this. 4% in small U.S. growth, 3% in value, 8% in large foreign, 3% in small foreign European markets. That's probably Johan's hot dog wiener stand, right? Oh, no, no. There's a great European stocks. Yeah. You know, there's great European com- companies. And there's been a lot of talk about how um, Europe is coming out of their pandemic. They are. And it's just like Kevin C. People are people. Humans yeah. are human. Yeah. Doesn't change. I don't care if you speak German or Italian. Yeah, but you know what? We I think rather than going through all these, the well, wait. Been... Here's something. Okay. Twelve percent in intermediate high quality. Now, what's intermediate? Intermediate is defined as five to twelve years, five to eight years, five to nine years. I find that interesting. Short intermediate high quality, three, so 15% for this person. And by the way, their objective is to grow their foundation and grow money for their children. Right. Much different from you listening. Might be, I just want to eat. I just want to be able to take a trip to Wilmington. I, I, you know, but this person is substantial. But this is how, when you look at asset allocation and you can ascertain the risk, of what you're doing and what it influences you. So, you know what? We'll influence you this Saturday again. I hope you enjoyed the show, and, and we'll be back. All right, Wayne. Thank you very much. Wow, the wraps on another show, as Wayne said. You can listen to his fireside chat, his weekend fireside chat, on News Radio 840 WHAS every Saturday morning at 835. If you missed any part of tonight's show, please feel free to go to WKJK.com and you can download not only this show, but you'll be able to download all the past shows if you want to go back to wintertime and see what we talked about and see if it came to fruition. Just jump on board. You can download it there again at WKJK.com. Again, Wayne and Sarah Porter with Kentucky Planning Partners. And if you want to find out all the information about what they're about, go to their website. It's real simple. Money411.info. Money411.info. They're located at 9300 Shelbyville Road, Suite 1310. That is the Flash Cube building for those locals that live here. And also, maybe you just want to get a hold of them. Maybe you heard something you want to call them right now. Sarah's cell phone number, 594-6415. Again, 